So before we start the video, everybody, I want to get some housekeeping out of the way. Please, 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 if you can, watch the video all the way through. Uh, this helps us in the YouTube search rankings and helps us beat the algorithm so that we can be recommended to other people. Also, uh, if you really enjoy the content, please like uh, and possibly think about subscribing to the channel. Uh, that definitely helps our numbers greatly and helps other people see, again, the channel and beat the algorithm. So just remember this. And again, thank you, everybody, for clicking on the video and thank you for watching. Let's get into it. So this is going to be the review of season six, a.k.a. the final season, allegedly, of The Expanse. There will be spoilers for seasons one through five of The Expanse. So if you have not watched seasons one through five or one through six, uh, you need to leave and then come back once you have watched them. That being said, this is your first and last warning. Okay, so The Expanse season six. Uh, did it soar to the heights of the first few seasons as far as storytelling? Was it able to rebound from the Me Too and uh, subsequent death of Cass Anvar's uh, Alex character, who was really one of the, if not the heart and soul of the series, and the reason that the series got a second life on Amazon. Did Was six episodes enough to uh, tell the story adequately? Well, let's get into it. So, The Expanse Season 6 uh, basically opens up I'd say a little bit after uh, the the uh, season finale of season five, and they are still at war with the belt, uh, the free navy of Marco Inaros, and essentially all of the other factions are in tatters. Uh, the UNN is still reeling from the asteroid attacks uh, from season five, and. The Martian government is still on the decline. Uh, there are still uh, elements within the Martian government that are disloyal to Mars and are helping Marco and Aros. So the crew of the Rasanate, led by uh, Holden, and with a new uh, crew member in the form of Clarissa Mao, a.k.a. Peaches, uh, who is basically serving as Amos' apprentice as ship's mechanic on the Rasanate. Uh, to the surprise and chagrin of the rest of the crew. Uh, but uh, this this issue quickly gets squashed. Um, she learns how to be a team player and, you know, is on the path to redemption, whatever. The big issues here uh, in this season are the consistent fights between uh, Marco Anaros' uh, Free Navy and the UNN forces uh, with the support of Mars. Now... Uh, in this season, because it's so lean at six episodes, they really try to get into the meat of what's going on. There are very few subplots. Uh, so what you're seeing is basically the UNN trying to gather whatever uh, support and allies that they can in order to uh, mount a sufficient counter to Marco Anaros' growing uh, free navy. So... How were the performances in this season? Uh, they were pretty good, actually. Now, I, as I did miss Alex, um, because his character was often, uh, would break up the the serious tone uh, with a little bit of comedy uh, here and there. 
that's not necessarily here this season because he is missing uh, because he passed in season five. Uh, of course, anybody that's following The Expanse knows that Cass Anvar's character was killed off because of a, let's say, dubious Me Too claim. So, I mean, you know, whatever. So, now, uh, the crew of the Rasenate, you know, they still have the other members. Uh, Holden is still there. Uh, Naomi and Amos are still uh, backing him up uh, as per usual. Uh, Avasarala is uh, still in charge of the UNN, and uh, Bobby is basically her uh, her enforcer. Uh, we still have uh, Drummer, uh, who is still running her independent uh, fle- uh, fleet of ships with her family of belters, and then we have uh, the Anaros faction, and we have a interesting subplot on one of the uh, colonies within one of the rings uh, where you can definitely see that there is uh, some proto-molecule foolishness going on. And with that being said, don't pay too much attention to this subplot because it is not, and I repeat, is not um, finished or addressed. It's almost as if they were trying to see if they could possibly squeeze out another season to really discuss the actual problem because you know the the proto molecule has been an issue since season one and now we're really seeing that come to fruition in season six but that problem is not addressed by the main cast nor do most of the main cast with the exception of marco anaros even know of anything going on with the proto molecule so that kind of sucks i'm not gonna lie now uh, the action in this uh, season was actually really good. So we got quite a few space battles, and that was good because they are at war. So I'm glad they didn't try to shy away from that. Uh, and there's a lot of inner turmoil in between characters. Uh, but in particular in the Anaros faction, uh, especially with Philip Anaros, uh, Marco and Naomi's son, uh, dealing with a lot of problems of adolescence and young adulthood and trying to be his father's right hand and really live up to the expectations that his father has for him since he has forsaken his mother. Now, looking at those performances, I think the weakest performance out of all of the characters probably did come from Philip Anaros. Uh, The actor's not bad, it's just... He kind of overacts in places, uh, especially when he has to show other emotions outside of anger. But, I mean, it's watchable. He's he's serviceable in the role. Now, uh, going through this, you know, we got to see basically uh, a side of Holden that I really didn't like in this season. And I understand it because he does love Naomi. But at one point, he does drop the ball he literally has the kill shot on Marco Anaros he could have ended the war immediately and instead chooses to spare Marco Anaros because on the ship that Anaros is on that they literally had dead to rights Philip Anaros is there and they see him um, in the comms screen and so he decides to disable the nuke and doesn't kill uh, Marco Anaros which elongates the war and the deaths quite a bit 
Now, as far as villains are concerned, Marco Arnaros is actually really interesting because he is he is basically a cult leader. He gives these grandiose speeches and, you know, he then on the back end will send people to die and justify their deaths uh, based on the greater good or an idea that their deaths somehow serve the the interests of the belt and belters in the future but really everything that he does serves his own ego and i think that is just so fascinating because marco naros is truly a genius unfortunately he is also a flaming narcissist but i will give him this he is not afraid to go into battle himself which is actually a character trait for most narcissists that you wouldn't see that they put themselves in harm's way in order to achieve their ideals. So in that, he, his character is very complex and really fun to watch. Now, uh, as far as the other characters in the series so far and in season six, um, Bobby Draper actually got so much more time. And I really just, I enjoy her character so much because she's tough but she's not the cliche 2021, 2022 tough where she's just, you know, she's just the best ever always. No, Bobby has trained. She has led men into battle. She's led women into battle. And she is capable because of the sacrifices and the time that she has put into her craft, which is killing. Uh, Amos is always a treat uh, every season, and he continues not to disappoint. So... Not really too much to say about that. Uh, the last episode, the battle uh, to take back the railguns is amazing. I mean, you can tell that they spent money on this fight. And even if you, you know, weren't really pleased with season six, this battle is worth the watch. I'd say definitely watch it. Um, that being said, uh, the plot is wrapped up rather conveniently and nicely uh but again you have holden pulling a holden and you know resorting to his former shenanigans of basically screwing everybody over uh in service to his morality and what he believes is the right thing to do but i do love the fact that holden does question himself he does ponder over the decisions that he makes and he's not necessarily always sure that what he's doing is the right thing and so that in a lead character is is also rare and what it really marks uh what makes this show special would i like to see a season seven of this definitely but i mean the show has is gone through its bumps and bruises just like uh the story of the expanse itself it's gone through ups and downs um and you know some hard places and i would love to see a season seven wrap up uh, the story of the proto-molecule, which is really all that matters in the galaxy currently. So with that being said, I would give The Expanse Season 6 an 8 out of 10. Uh, definitely go see it if you love uh, sci-fi, if you love uh, space. Um, just if you want to see a great space opera, this is definitely something to watch. It's basically a, a Game of Thrones in space without, you know, the the terrible seasons that Game of Thrones had. So with that being said, guys, I'll see you on the next one. 8-Bit Heroes out. Peace.